Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. As we've learned from recent experiences, real-world outcomes in large heterogeneous patient populations are an important part to confirming safety and efficacy of new agents. So what are the real-world outcomes for some of our newly approved agents? This is CME on ReachMD, and I'm Dr. Christina Wang. I'm Dr. Durga Borkar. The real-world data on furosemab has really been fascinating, particularly taking into context the differences between clinical trial and real-world patients. FARA AMD and DME are ongoing real-world data studies, leveraging data from the IRIS registry that I've been excited to be a part of. These are the largest real-world data studies currently ongoing for furosemab. And what we've seen in this study where we've looked at over 28,000 eyes in the IRIS registry that were treated with furosemab is quite interesting compared to trials. So in Farretin and DME, we included over 3,000 patient eyes. And what we saw at furosemab initiation was that approximately half of eyes had 2040 or better vision, which is significantly better than what we see in most clinical trials. Most of them were previously treated. About 75% of the previously treated eyes were actually switched from a flibercept. And what we saw was that after just four furosemab injections, the, although the vision was stable in previously treated eyes, there were significant visual acuity gains in treatment naive eyes. And there was treatment extension beyond six weeks after just one to two injections in over 60% of both previously treated and treatment naive eyes. We had a significantly larger study population in Farretina AMD consistent with real-world use of furosemab. We had over 17,000 patient eyes in that study, and we saw really similar findings that nearly half of eyes had 2040 or better vision. About two-thirds of the previously treated eyes were furosemab switchers, and visual acuity outcomes were fairly similar in terms of what we saw with visual acuity gains. Vision was stable in previously treated eyes, and there was improvement in the treatment naive eyes. What's interesting is that there's a very small group of treatment-naive eyes in both of these studies, which is, of course, different than what we saw in the clinical trials, particularly for neovascular AMD. And, you know, there have been other studies that have lent a lot of interesting information to the retina community. Truckee is another interesting real-world physician-led multi-center study looking at the real-world efficacy, durability, and safety of furosemab for neovascular AMD specifically. And there were some great studies that were presented at ASRS. One looked at OCT parameters, which we haven't yet looked at in far retina. And specifically, they looked at intraretinal and subretinal fluid reduction after just one injection of furosemab. And you can see across the board for both treatment-naive and treatment-experienced patients, including a flibercept-treated eyes, that there was significant fluid reduction seen after just one injection. It's interesting that the treatment-naive group here is also much smaller than the treatment-experienced group. We've seen that in other studies, as I mentioned. I think what was really poignant about the Truckee results is that they presented safety data at ASRS as well, and that's been promising. And out of almost 6,000 injections, there were just four reported cases of infectious endophthalmitis and nine cases of other intraocular inflammation with all of them resolving. And I think what's most important is that they haven't seen any cases of retinal vasculitis or retinal artery occlusion in these studies. 
Well, that is surely reassuring that no new safety signals have appeared. Although I agree with you, Durga, I think we could benefit from more data on treatment-naive populations. We also need to further explore and better understand the differences we see between outcomes from clinical trials and those that we see from real-world studies. And I think one of the studies that will help us do that is the Voyager study, which is a global, non-interventional prospective study that will include patients being treated with Verisimab or the poor delivery system with ranibizumab for wet AMD or DME. And data will be collected per routine clinical practice over a time span of five years from enrollment, with the primary objective being change in visual acuity from baseline at 12 months. A number of secondary endpoints will also be evaluated, including the number of treatments, anatomical changes, the presence and location of fluid, as well as ocular and systemic safety and tolerability. That's great. I'm interested to see the results from Voyager as we continue to keep an eye out for more data from Haura as well. So far, no surprises with Verisimab. Absolutely. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for joining me, Durga. My pleasure. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Prova Education and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash Prova. Thank you for listening.